0: Previously on Rithwake, after being expelled from Dren, the group comes across a small fellow adventurer, Tinks. They join forces with a traveling merchant and in the middle of the night they are visited by a stranger with unknown business with the merchant. However, things do not go according to plan, as is usually the case when Gorith is involved. The stranger is killed. And we learn from the merchant that he is working for not only the crown, but also the Red Cardinal. Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riffwake.
1: I'm Caden Oystrich, and I play Goryf Rumnheim, a dwarven paladin.
2: I'm Josh, and I play Lupix Montibia, a tiefling druid.
3: And I'm Remy, playing Morris Pembroke,
0: human barbarian. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and welcome to Riffwake. All of you are standing in this foggy forest, and Morris, you have the merchant standing in front of you. Lupix is standing right outside the cart, waiting expectantly for the merchant to leave. Gaurif is still busy dealing with the body, which is currently in a rather obscene position. After all, its head has been kind of smushed in by the damage that Gaurav's axe, Light Splinter, has done to it. The merchant thanks the both of you for letting him leave after leaving you with that warning and begins to walk away from Morris. So
3: before he does start walking, just like when he's saying his goodbye, Morris is just going to say, <sighs> I... Don't suppose there is anything I can say else to convince you to keep us quiet.
0: Well, there isn't much I can do. It really is uh, the only choice.
3: Is there anything else that you can tell us about what might become in our
0: way? Direct Cardinal? Mm. Yes. Have you heard of the Zachari? Uh History check. Okay, go ahead. Religion check? With a Question mark? negative two. Oh two?
1: Ooh. <laughs> you have minus two history, that's just I sad. Have minus two history. <laughs> Jesus.
0: You have no idea uh, what
2: who. Can, can the rest of the group roll? Do I overhear him talk about the Zachariah? Yes. Alright. I uh, is it would it be history or religion or
0: No, it's just history. They're it, not really a thing with religion. <laughs> no.
2: I have a plus three in religion. Oh, 19. <laughs> Jesus. It's your boy,
0: the history guru of the world. Here's the thing, even with a 19, what you know of the Zachari is that you have heard what, perhaps through your criminal, of criminal, your connections back in from being a very evil bastard. Yeah, evil bastard. You know of this criminal organization known as the Zacharii. They hold dominion over most, if not all, of the criminal activities on the continent. Mm. It seems like they have their hands basically in every single possible criminal activity, and it's almost as if the largest things that happen on the continent in regards to that tend to be orchestrated by them.
2: Well, shit. Yeah, see, that's why I left big crime and I really decided to lean into family crime. You know, <laughs> we're getting pushed out by big crime, but I feel like you get a more sense of community and togetherness with with small time crime.
3: You got to know who's collecting your protection money. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, There's so no hard for the big guys. So Morris has never heard of these. Would you share any of that information <laughs> when he says the name and Morris just stares blanky, blankly blankly?
2: Yeah, I imagine Lupix is kind of like leaning on the back of the wagon area like with the, both of his arms looking at the man behind us and looking at Morris behind him. He's like the Zechariah, the large criminal syndicate in charge of basically the entire continent's criminal organizations. That yeah. Zechariah, yes. The cardinals in charge of them no. or at least a portion of them,
0: I don't believe so, but from what I can tell. He is has- Friends, connections.
2: As, well, fuck.
0: as the Zakarai, as many know, can be bought if you have sufficient gold. And this cardinal guy has what was the word? Sufficient gold. Exorbitant amount. Wait. Exorbitant amounts.
2: Well the fuck. I hear Gorov having uh having trouble with the body. Um so I'm gonna go over there and uh <laughs> Thorn whip the corpse into the grave. Jesus Christ. The thorns tear into the flesh, further damaging the corpse. It's dead. He doesn't feel it. It's just a big old tube of meat now. It's missing the top part of his head. I think he's lost his pain receptors, guys.
0: Elizabeth is sitting with uh, Tinks, who seems to have gone a bit uh, quiet and reflective. He's Mm -hmm. kind of shrunk into
2: himself. And Elizabeth is staring in horror as Lupix. But she's supposed to be facing the other direction. It's not my fault. <laughs> Told her very specifically not to turn around. She's horrified and she quickly
0: turns back around mm-hmm. and shivers. So Morris is going
3: to turn to Lupix and just call out his name and Immediately after doing so, mumble something and touch his own back. And when he turns back to the merchant, uh, Lupix will see that Morris cast prestidigitation on his back to make the message appear on his clothes.
1: Cover her eyes. I uh, just realized my mic's been muted. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I'm like, wow, he's been very. i been talking. Like, why is no one saying anything? <laughs>
0: So, Morris, as you turn around to talk th- to look at Lupix, you're going to hear movement from behind you, and the merchant, who has gotten v- rather skittish with all the questions, is quickly realizing that he's probably not going to live. So, how are you going to handle with the merchant?
3: <sighs> I'm
0: going to look
3: him in the eye and just say, I'm sorry, and immediately try to stab him. Roll for it. I am going to use reckless attack to get advantage. Well, shit, a thirteen. That hurts. All right. Uh, so twenty total damage to him.
0: He is outright dead. Describe how you killed this merchant. Shit. He had one hit point. Remember? Uh, oh
3: yeah, Ooh. I did forget about that. Oh oh, oh yeah, right. right, right. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So Morris just looks at him, says, "I'm sorry," pulls out his sword, and with both hands just stabs him in the stomach with the blade going all the way through and coming out the back. And Morris will almost kind of hug the guy to him and gently lower him to the ground. And when he sees that the man is instantly dead, he'll just sigh deeply, pull his sword out, close the man's eyes, and just bow his head as he stands up.
2: Lupix has, uh, both of the, (laughs) in his mind, uh, poor little Tinks is also a child, so he has both of the children's (laughs) eyes covered. Like, he does that thing that you do as a parent where you put both the arms over the shoulders and cover the faces a little bit whenever you're watching something that you shouldn't be watching in a scary movie. So, um, Gaurav gonna like, kind of woke up
1: to you guys and be like, um, so what did, what did he tell you, the merchant? What's, what's happened?
2: I'm on the other side of the, uh, of the wagon. Yes. So I'm probably not really in a good spot to talk.
3: All right. Morris will turn to Gorif then and just say, apparently the guy who is his boss and owns all the potions and such is rich and not terribly nice and is very likely to hire assassins to kill us all. So if I let him go, he would not let us go so i did that morris will just look down at his bloody sword and just kind of roar and just chuck his sword to the side like he is very obviously displeased
1: at what he had to do garf just going to like kind of look oh oh shit just kind of stand there
3: <laughs> morris will just after he throws the sword He's just going to slowly turn his head to make eye contact with Gorif and just slowly take steps forward. And he's at first going to just tower over Gorif and glare down at him. And then he's just going to kind of realize how much he's looming and then just say, sit down. You and I need to have a chat about what led to all this. And he himself will just sit down, crossing his legs, and just wait for Goriff.
1: Oh, okay. Um, there's no need to no get any violence. I'll I'll sit down. Sure, I'm just gonna slowly sit down. So
3: Morris will just put his hands on his knees, and like you can see that his nails are just digging into his legs, and he just glares at you for a moment. You killed. That other merchant guy.
1: You fucking use magic on me. I'm sorry. I panicked. Yes.
3: When you panic, do I have to say what I think I have to do if there's un- any other panic or shit like what happened in Dren? No. Good. I'm glad we have an understanding then. Well, um. Morris will stand up and offer his hand.
1: Like, he will just stand up and offer his hand to Gorf, gorf just going to kind of look up. like the fuck is all right um sure i'm gonna shake his hand all right and
3: morris will pull him up
1: all right cool um well yeah he's gonna kind of walk off and process what just happened
3: so after that morris will go pick up his sword and just look at the blood on it and not use prestidigitation but just actually pull out like a rag to start washing it off
2: the old-fashioned way how is Luke dealing with this situation? Not well. Let's you, you can see it on his face that he is is visibly like upset. There, it, but it's it's one of those stone cold sort of upsettedness. Um, he's focusing more on keeping these events outside of the range of view of Elizabeth and Tinks. So that's the only real reason why he didn't stop Morris, because he's like, it's more important that Elizabeth not see this and that this man be alive. But he's he's definitely not happy and he's 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 feeling himself get back into his worst typical habits, if you know what I mean. If you've ever been a if you've ever been addicted to something and then kind of like ease yourself back into it you you have a tendency to just lose all the forward progress you're making and that's something that he's worried about right now so it, it's it's stone cold expression with just a hint of of worry not only for himself but also for elizabeth
0: Caden, how is Goriff feeling Goriff is you know,
1: he's a bit shaken. He didn't mean to kill that guy, but um, he's more worried about these assassins that are coming to kill him and everyone else now. And he's kind of wearily waiting for um the group to get themselves back together so they can make their will or like decide what to do next.
0: Okay. And as for Morris, how how does he feel about the entire way that it went down?
3: Oh boy, Morris has a lot of feelings right now. None of them good. He is really depressed at what he felt he had to do, but is also now second-guessing himself in that. Was that the right thing to do? Is there a right thing to have done? And honestly, after just a few minutes of just kind of staring off into the distance, he's going to just slowly pan his eyes across the party, see Garf, see Lupix, and him holding on to the two smaller members of the party. I imagine Tinks just would have a betrayed look on his face seeing the new body on the ground. What is on Elizabeth's face now when she sees?
0: Okay, she, she's experienced a lot of pain over the, the past few weeks, the past month, in fact. And she has seen lots of terrible things. She She's seen death before, needless to say. but. This is sort of like a. She understands that this was not. It, it was. She she feels that it was not necessary and she lost a bit of trust in a lot of you. And she. She she still. I mean, she spent a lot of time with Lupix and stuff. And she. She probably still understands that it had to be done. But as for Morris, in her mindset, she just sees this. Why? Why? Why did you kill him? He. He wasn't going to hurt you. He was just going to run off. And just
3: hearing that, even though he just stood up, he'll just like slowly slide down to the floor. But instead of sitting cross-legged, he's just kind of hugging his knees, which definitely is a out-of-place look for someone just so large. And he'll just cover his eyes with both hands for a moment and then just look up at Lupix and Elizabeth, and just say, could could I have a chat with the two of you for a moment?
2: Lupix is going to kind of look at, at Morris, and he's going to kind of nod his head. He's going to pick up Elizabeth, you know, like a dad style, um, but he's going to, like, pat the head of, of Tinks and then walk his way as... Well, basically, to have this conversation as far away from any corpses as possible. Fair point.
3: I want... To ask a favor of the two of you that I don't have the right to, but just kind of need right now, i I want to just explain myself, and I want the two of you to be blunt about what you think. Can you do that for me? Uh,
2: Lupix is going to wait for Elizabeth to respond first. She, she's going to blurt out,
0: "You you killed him, and he he. They they weren't they weren't even going to they weren't even going to hurt you,
3: and you 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 kill you killed." You killed. Both of them. Morris's eyes will just get a little fuzzy with moisture for a moment, and he'll just hard close his eyes to not fully start crying. And he's going to just slowly say, I I killed that one now. Yes. Yes, I did. It wasn't an accident. I did a terrible thing just now. But he told me that the person that he worked for is incredibly wealthy and very not nice. And that he knows a lot of worse people that'll kill people for money. And that those people would come after us for the one that Gaurav accidentally killed. If he left, we would have paid killers after us until they were dead or we were dead. And even if we did manage to beat them, for all we know... Other people would get hired to come after us, too. And she's going to say,
0: You're just like the rest of them. You just kill people who are innocent. Oh. And and, and you're, you're just trying to... You're, you're lying to me. <sighs> Ouch. Morris will close his
3: eyes and a few tears will just start to drip down. That hurt more than everything he had to do up till now. <laughs> yeah.
2: And Lupix has a physically pained face when when uh, Elizabeth says it like, oh, like, like, like that hurts him. And, and he and in, in his mind, he didn't do anything wrong here, I think. And and
3: slowly after that, Morris will just open his mouth and then close it a couple of times just trying to figure out the words to use and then just says, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Lupex is going uh, is going to he he has one hand kind of like with Elizabeth on his hip and with the other one he's going to hold out a hand and put it on uh Morris's shoulder and he's not going to say anything for a moment but he is going to nod for for a couple of seconds. He says, "I I understand why you do these things."
3: And he'll face Elizabeth even though Lupix can tell that Morris definitely heard what he said. And Morris will just say, in Elizabeth's direction, but also almost to himself also. And he'll just say, I just want us to be safe. And I will do probably bad things, potentially, for us to be safe. I will try to be good. But it's just the sort of person that I am. That I just want the people I'm with to be
0: safe, and Elizabeth is at this point just crying because she this is a lot for even her because she has gone from losing everything that she knew to finding the this new group of people that he she she felt like was her family, but she feels sort of like she's been betrayed. And like you you, you all have betrayed her trust and she's just crying. She can't muster out any more words at this point.
3: <sighs> so Morris will slowly stand up once again and he'll raise an arm as if he's about to pat her on the shoulder and then just like pause halfway, ha- bring his arm back
0: down and just say, I'm sorry, and walk over to Gaurif. She... You know, when when you do that for a second, she f- almost calms down for a second, but then she flinches, and she moves closer to Lupix.
1: <laughs> when, um, Morris walks over to Godf, he's just going to kind of say, eh, sorry about all this. This, uh, this is my fault, really. I'm yes. Sorry. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But
3: you are who you are. I am who I am. And that's that. All right. <laughs> so let's get everyone together because now fucking what?
1: That's a good question. I think we should have um, uh, a bit of a meeting. Maybe try and figure this out. So, so, yeah, we're kind of in deep shit. So, yeah, I think that would be the best course of action.
3: All right. So Morris and Gorf walk back over together then?
2: Oh, uh, Lupix um, takes a couple of seconds to, to calm Elizabeth down and once again approaches the wagon. He, he he comes back. All right, so
3: once the group is all together, Mars will just repeat, now fucking what?
1: Well, is it safe enough to still go to Delmar? Or um, is that, I think, a few days before any assassins or anything were to come after us, given, you know, he could just be giving out the message still. But um, we should be very wary of um what we
2: do. Indeed. I Sorry, Gaurav, but we may have to put... Your quest for your flask on hold. I think Minrith will be temporarily out of our reach. I hate to say it, but will be after a
1: while before I see my lastie again. I miss her.
2: So,
3: what do we do right now? We've got a whole bunch of potions, and we've got. We keep the revival the potion, or we
1: like, leave it here, though?
2: I don't really. Care for the revival potion to get into the hands of these individuals.
1: Do you think we should take it with us then? So the so
3: the crown wants it, and also it's very powerful, valuable, all that shit. So we either deliver it and deal with whatever happens then, keep it, sell it,
2: or smash it. Am I missing any? Quick out of character question, uh, Nathan. What does Lupix know, really, if anything, about the noble family? Like, are, is the noble family like a microcosm of society where they're also pretty shitty towards sea flings? And, you know, what do I do I know really anything about them? Okay, so I would
0: say that from what you know about the royal family, it depends on which royal you're talking about. But generally speaking... It's a pretty split crowd. Some of the royals absolutely detest tieflings and see them as, like, basically a part of how the issue came about. The king, however, is fine with tieflings in general um, due to his history.
2: Um, And do we know of any royals that have, like, died relatively recently? Not to your knowledge. Okay.
1: I like how you, like smirked as he said that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been very hush hush about how the king is dead, and uh, you know, you know how it is. Um, yep. Lupex is going to nod and goes. I think perhaps we should keep this potion.
1: Smashing it would do no good
2: in our, our hands.
1: I th- maybe we should because th- if they're going to kill us and we have the bottle, then the main reason for them killing us is to get the bottle back, so we can use it as blackmail. You're forgetting something, though.
3: Part of why I just did that is because they don't know about
2: us now. Presumably, how would they know? Uh, does Lupix know about divination magic? Like, I assume he does. Yeah, he
0: would. And you think that uh, very likely, if somebody were to use something like find object, they might be able to find the class, like the ocean. Oh, well,
1: fuck. <laughs>
2: Well, not only fine flies, but like there could be someone scrying us literally this moment. Yeah, When
1: um when Molly said that, Gaurif's
2: going to look around
1: and I guess I should draw a perception. Uh, it's probably no one around, but Gaurif is...
2: Most of I the time, scared. things that would observe us would be invisible. So, um, so. if you were to look around oh, nice. or your <laughs> senses,
0: you're going to just smell the, like, um, the bodies that were made start to stink a bit.
3: So
2: do you mention the divination magic stuff? Uh, Yes. Lupix mentions that um, basically just because there was no one here who lived to tell the tale doesn't mean there wasn't someone watching that by holding on to these objects, any of them, especially one of significance, these objects can be used to find us. So we have to leverage the safety of keeping a revival potion around with the danger that it poses.
3: So when you just talk about the divination magic and that it doesn't matter that he was killed, Morris's face will just kind of freeze and he'll just kind of whisper that they could still know he didn't have to die.
2: Lupix goes what you changed was an absolute would to a could it went from they will know who we are and who we have in our group to they could know who we are and who we have in our group you changed a certainty into a possibility
3: you're going to see a almost twisted expression cross morris's face and he's going to actually just full on go into a rage and He's going to just like look around for the nearest large rock and pull out his sword and just not chop into the rock, but actually just smash the flat side of his sword against it over and over like You could tell after a few swings, it actually looks like Morris is trying to
2: break his sword. That is not going and to...
3: After a few Elizabeth's seconds reception. of it not breaking, he's just going to pull out his own hand axe and start trying to break the sword. And it's just not going to work. And then after a few seconds, with a kind of just wild-eyed look, Morris is just going to zoom in on Gorf Whoa. and just say... I need to borrow Light
1: Splinter for a moment. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, you are fucking hell. Calm down, man. Look, what you did was necessary. You didn't have to fucking break rocks. No, you can't. You can't hurry. So,
3: No. So, just as one last thing then, he'll just pick up the sword and just stab it into the rock, which, for thematic purposes, let's just say chooses this moment to split in half.
1: Yes. God, this is going to look... Like, fucking hell, this
2: guy's a psychopath. <laughs> He's very thinks that.
3: <laughs> 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 I'm honestly not sure if this next statement is in character or out of character,
2: but it's just what's in my head. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. This person's Crazy. <laughs> and after a few seconds
3: after that Morris will calm down and just like any normal like strength in his posture is just gone and he's just kind of hanging upright almost lifeless just head hanging shoulders slumped just defeated how is
1: Elizabeth, Elizabeth reacting to that
3: yeah I imagine not well.
0: <laughs> and probably pretty poorly. She's mortified. <laughs> I, I think that sums up,
2: like about.
1: Yeah that that yeah. that's just that's it. Yeah, yeah
2: that that'll that'll do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: God is just gonna kind, of kind of like Jesus Christ, come down, man. Look, just calm down. Jesus, he's just kind of just he can't speak. He's like he's just just shitting himself.
3: So, Morris will look up again and lock eyes with Gaurif, and something that just used to be in Morris's gaze is
2: just missing now. Oh, It was love. The love is gone. Thanks, Gaurif.
1: Well, what wasn't my... Okay, <laughs> it was my fault. But like, <laughs> look, he used the shield. It made a big noise. It scared the shit out of me. You can't... Okay, look, I'll, I'll just shut up right time. I'm sorry. How well, not trying to stop just, killing people.
3: Just stop. Just just not now.
1: Not now. Okie dokie.
3: And he'll just point his thumb at the cart.
1: What about that? I mean, I'm down for a good bonfire.
2: Lupik kind of thinks for a second, the cart would slow us down. It's laden with an assortment of health potions. I say we take what we can and burn the rest.
3: How many potions
0: are there, Nathan? If you were to check it, you would find about five greater healing <laughs> potions, about 20 normal health potions.
1: How much do they sell for? Um,
2: normal health potions cost about 50 GP, so we'll probably be able to sell them for 20, but they're stolen goods, so that makes it a huge oh, question So mark. all
0: of them have, like, the red flask uh, insignia on it? So they're all branded, in other words. Yeah. Right.
1: Oh, where did he get these from? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, found well. them!
0: No, it's just yeah, like we found them. hey, I'm having a bit of trouble finding those guys that seem to have stolen my revival potion. Oh gosh, somebody has been st- selling merchandise? Huh, that's pretty weird. Generally sold here. <laughs> oh, must be
2: those guys. Let's go, kill them now. <laughs> it's funny that you guys come in with a whole bunch of health potions. I've been waiting on a shipment of health potions for days now, we're we'll just start sweating.
1: <laughs> but Nathan, how? How deep shit are we in on a scale of one to ten? We're in huge shit. Yes. That's okay. Lupix,
2: <laughs> Lupix knows what the Zachari are, and he's been in hiding for a year or two. Uh, okay. Oh well. So like, yeah. the, the Zachari, right? Basically,
0: generally speaking, if you le- live your life on the thin and narrow, you will never hear, hear of them at all. If you are in the crim, if you are a criminal, you won't hear of them. Unless you are the higher ups, because it's only then where people actually, like, you, you realize that what, what's going on and certain strange people will come and meet you to ensure that you do not interfere with what they are doing. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Well, they sound nice. No. Yes.
3: So uh, take what we need, burn the rest. And get the fuck out of Dodge. We still got to talk to that. Wizard librarian
2: fellow. Yes. To continue with the quests for the strange signals, signals on the rock.
1: What about the revival potion then? Do we take it? Do we smash it?
2: I say we hold on to it until it becomes untenable. So we sell it? No. Selling Let's it be- can lead it back to us.
1: It's be a lot of fucking gold, though. How much? Worth, how much gold is the, the revival potion worth, Nathan? Infinite. <laughs> a lot think
3: think of it
0: yeah it's basically priceless
3: like let me put it this way rift doesn't have resurrection so it would be the similar to if you found out that some doctor figured out a procedure to raise the recently dead in our world it's the same equivalent big deal fucking hell the one resurrection in a world
1: without yeah that is um fucking big deal if we sold that, we'd be sorted for life. We wouldn't have to do anything
0: ever again. You'd be found instantly, pretty much, because people would be like, "Holy shit! They they found this mystical potion that well, we have only heard legends of." Oh, we brewed it. We brewed it for all perception, <laughs> deception.
3: So <laughs> Mars will turn to picks again. Then, so there's this dividing magic stuff to find us. Uh, can it? Can we hide somehow from it?
2: Um Lupix knows that you can hide from it. I just don't know if he has any method to hide from it yet. Uh, I know that if we could if we could find like a lead-lined box, we could protect ourselves from it, but I don't know if Lupix knows that. Do I need to like roll our Connor or something like that? Go ahead. 14.
0: You would were- Know a bit about enough to in like basically I've heard things. Okay, yeah, that that some people do say that you know that kind of thing.
2: That like if you get a lead-lined chest, you can hide something from divination and like stuff, fun stuff like that. Okay, he he will he will mention that we could hide it. We just need to be careful about how we hide it. I
3: still say we'd be better off just smashing it. This is this is just too much.
1: No, uh, we can use this as blackmail as well. They have no reason to keep us alive if we don't have this. They can kill you and take it. But we could smash it before they kill us.
0: That's a good point. Okay, so (laughs) here's basically how it is. I'm going to lay it out. So what finding a let line box would do for you, essentially, is that up to a certain point, the writ cardinal is going to fucking look for it. If you manage to hide it in time and move away from wherever you you hid it, you might be able to evade whatever forces
2: might be coming for you. For a time, until they find us the good old-fashioned way. Yes.
3: So if we have to put this thing in a lead box, are we just going to have to walk around carrying a damn lead box all the fucking time?
2: Uh, Lupix takes a moment to, to think, and he goes, well, there are other ways that we could potentially hold on to it. If, if you've ever heard of a bag of holding, that would also halt any potential divination magic that is looking for the item in particular.
3: I think I saw a nanny that had one of those once. Seems useful.
2: If we um did get our hands
1: on a bag of holding, would it be enough time? Because we'd have to get to Delman and buy one. So is that enough time for them to find us? Or?
2: We have a few days head start. If we yeah. push the horses relatively hard and try to get to A shop as quickly as possible. We may be able to visit the wizard and leave Delmar in enough time that we are not assaulted. Well, I say
1: we fucking get a move on.
2: Uh, Lupix is going to nod.
3: Before we do that, though, we need to clean up. How much should we pocket?
1: And he'll point at the card. Everything we can, I say. I know it's a bit immoral, but we could use this in the coming days. It's going to be tough.
0: So you're going to take... The 5 greater health and 20 lesser... hmm Okay, sounds good. Eight, right? Yes. Standard stuff. And
1: also the revival potion. Who's going to carry the revival potion? I say we play rock, paper, scissors. I say, say
2: Morris. Oh, I say me then.
1: I'm okay with that. How about we what? play rock, paper, scissors? Wait, why should I, I carry
2: play? the fucking thing? I'm the one who wants it the least. Good point.
1: You know, okay. Well, okay, everybody... um, Has everyone got a dice kit?
2: I'm sorry. What was that? I'm, I'm going to look from like. Go my, it. I'm going to say it's not that dice big it. of a deal.
1: Well, no, it's, we, we might as well do it fairly, you know. If it's a dangerous, dangerous thing, everybody roll one or twenty. Well, twenty-sided <laughs> <laughs> dice. Whoever gets the highest has to
0: roll. This seems a bit meta. Oh, right? Okay.
1: Okay.
2: You, oh <laughs> fuck! <laughs> do you roll this twenty-sided twenty die <laughs> that has twenty Actually, on, no. on every piece. <laughs> oh, it's like. <laughs> Roll slash R, D20. (laughs) Gauri has been cheating at dice
0: for a long time.
1: (laughs) Well, sorry, I got the um, wrong dice out. Let me eat a Roll the other one. Okay, 17.
2: Um,
1: Morris, you roll, otherwise I have to carry it and I don't. Actually, no. why don't we just go back to the old method? This (laughs) (laughs)
2: Lupix is just like, I don't mind holding it. Why don't I hold it? If no one else wants to hold it.
1: No, (laughs) No. I'll, I'll hold it. No one else. I'm clearly the most brave person here, so that means I should no one else is stepping up to the challenge of holding this flask.
3: If you go down, we want someone else to be holding it. Give it to Lupix
1: No, I'm clearly clearly the most no, I'll hold this. You know, I, I'll hold
3: it Fine, fuck <laughs> it Let them kill you first
2: <laughs>
1: Thanks, appreciate it I will let them kill me first because I am Goddard from the Heim the Dwarven Paladin
2: all right, Lupix is just going to start taking a couple of the greater health potions and divvy them up one each, one to Lupix, one to Morris, one to Goriff, and one to Elizabeth, and one to uh, Tinks.
3: And we'll just say Tinks may or may not want it, and if so, we'll just have Lupix hold on to it. If that it turns out to be the case. Yep.
2: Yeah. And then what do you think everybody can hold on to maybe two regular health potions.
3: Uh there's five of us so if we did it even then before
2: but I'm I'm saying what, what, is there a chance of breakage Nathan? That's what she said. Oh. I imagine that health potions
3: are made durable and adventurer backpacks should have like straps
2: to hold a few I would imagine. Wrap them up in our pants and our spare pair of yeah. pants. All right, I, we can each have four health potions. All right. So
3: I guess we would just drop both bodies in the hole that Gorif
2: dug and burn the cart. Yep. Loot the corpses, I suppose. I'm going to see if there's any uh, letters or anything like that on on the uh, merchant. You only have the letter that you saw prior,
0: which was of basically proof of contract and Mm -hmm. that was that's basically all they had on them because it was supposed to be like okay i basically nothing i hide everything else so that if anyone attacks me on the way they 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 won't be able to find what we actually have you know that kind of thing
3: Mm -hmm. so does that mean that there's like a gold compartment or something on the cart since we found the one secret
2: i think we're supposed to assume that um like payment has already happened somewhere else Kind of thing. And this is just the goods being delivered. Uh,
3: yes. So I wouldn't be a proper D&D player if I didn't ask this question. Do neither of them have any coins on them?
0: I'll, I'll say that he has about
2: 30, 30 silvers. <laughs> I'm going to toss that to if Gorf. Gorf can have all those. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yay! Here you go Judas. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then we, then we go... Is very happy. Yes,
3: and so just to recap, just to make sure, the bodies were adequately buried, uh, they were looted, so we didn't leave behind anything of value or use. Um, we took the letter, we took the potions, and we burned the cart and make sure that it burns. And then we go.
0: So, you leave the smoldering cart and the corpses hidden underneath the ground as one does and walk no actually begin your ride to delmer
2: well then yeah i think we probably ride through the night this first night if we ride at a fast pace
3: what is the total travel hours it would take to get to delmer
0: um give me a sec so i would say that it would so ju- if you would just straight up right through the night continuously until you reach it, take you about six to seven hours. So okay. you arrive just about early, no, wait, mid morning ish, let's say about like 10 to 11 o'clock.
2: Um, Lupix is going to try to have Elizabeth be comfortable, he he kind of wants her to fall asleep for a part of the journey, but he doesn't think that it's gonna happen. She's she's very much um
0: she's kind of emotionally exhausted from what has happened.
3: So hopefully she'll crash
2: quickly once the
1: ride is steady.
0: Yeah.
2: One can hope.
0: Anything on the
1: way, um dilemma? Anything happened? Or oh, it's just a smooth <laughs> ride like your mum?
2: Oh.
0: That was a good one. <laughs> the party rides out of the forest, and riding past the trees as they dwindle, and ahead of them they see, you You see the, the start to be roads and buildings outside of these walls, the walls of Delma, and these walls have these towers attached to them. Um, and these towers have massive, massive shots of the arcane, arcane floating above them by a bit. And they, they are immense, immense, because they are one meter in diameter. That's a lot for Shards of Arcane. Jesus. Yes. And they're just floating in space. Yeah. And as you ride into the city, you realize that the ground, the rope beneath you is not that of cobblestone, but it's actually a odd mosaic, um, an odd um, mosaic of sorts. With sort of images and people carved into it that almost seems to shift whenever you look at it, animated in some sort of way.
3: Hmm.
0: It is said that on these roads, you can see the history of this world, and some say even things that might come in the future.
1: Wanna give that a good watch then?
2: <laughs> I see us strung up by our necks and executed for high treason. Does it tell us where
0: to get a bag of holding? Uh, No, (laughs) but you could ask around Uh, or look about. I think Morris would leave that to Lubix. Yeah, I will do so. So eventually looking around, you find that banks of holding aren't especially common, but there is a certain amount of stores that will... Part with one for about 700 gold. That's not bad. So, sorry, before we say anything else, I'm just curious. Are
3: there options to bags of holding? Like, are there bigger ones
0: or durable ones or that kind of stuff? Generally speaking, they are mostly the same. You you would only be able to find uh, variations if you were to either specially commission one from someone or... Something of that sort, because it's a lot of additional effort for a high priced object. All
3: right. So one that I personally just hope would be a default regular question, so hopefully available would be like we briefly talked about it, I think, once, but there are additional minor properties available to magic items. And one of them is unbreakable. Mm. And considering that that is a bag of holding's biggest weakness is that they can cause very bad things if
0: they're destroyed. Would that be a thing we might be able to find already made? I want you to make uh, one of you to, with your persuasion or something of that sort, roll me a d20 and do a check. I help. I'm not, not very good at persuasion. persuasion. I've
1: got, got a genius.
3: I said help. <laughs>
1: I will, yep. so I will I roll. I've got good persuasion. Ooh. Bing ball. Okay. Bang. <laughs> uh, 13. Um,
0: 13. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I have a
1: plus five.
0: With a 13, you would manage to find um a rather experienced, almost specialty store. Okay, so you would be able to find one such thing at a price of about 1,200 gold pieces in a rather tucked away store off the road. I have
2: 300 gold pieces.
1: How much has one greater healing potion done for? I know um, they're still in goods and all that, but like out of curiosity. The greater stuff?
0: Yeah, the greater health potions. If I'm not wrong, it's like it's bought at 250, so
2: it'd be like 100. Might be able to sell it for 175, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Somewhere around that. It's not
1: really an option because you know you'd be stolen. fucked.
2: I mean, I only have three hundred gold pieces. Right. I have so,
3: <sighs> right now. So Lupix would say seven hundred for a regular, twelve hundred for an unbreakable.
1: Yep. What's everybody yes, got? Sir. How much money does everyone have? Three hundred gold pieces. Same ish. Lupix.
2: I'm the one who said three hundred gold pieces. Oh, I think Morris, <laughs> Lupix went
1: first. I mean, oh, what was oh, Morris, yeah.
3: And he'll just grumble and just say I couldn't cover the rest. And just well, him um, grumble.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, Let's... So you buy an unbreakable one or a breakable one?
0: I would say... You want to buy the unbreakable? I would say it's worth it.
1: What is better about an unbreakable? Apart from it not being able to break, what happens if it breaks? If,
2: if a bag of holding breaks, you basically open up a pocket dimension that's basically turns into a black hole for everyone within the next like what like billion miles no it's. Like i mean if we feet. were in no, really deep no, shit that we long. could
1: we could you
2: know do that yeah kill ourselves yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's like if he wants to go out to the bang, that's what we do about it first
2: comes to shove just we can just kill ourselves i mean
1: look it's not a bad idea if we say for <laughs> example we it's all three of us versus like a million guards trying to kill us right so, we're like, oh, we'll go out in style, and then we break the bar of holding, and then we kill everybody.
2: Including it's- thousands and only- thousands of innocents. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it only—it doesn't actually blow up that big. It it's blows up. Yeah. It blows up hard, but it doesn't blow up big. Yes.
1: Yeah, so what would it be? We could throw it at them. It's like a really powerful grenade. You don't know what a grenade is. <laughs> really powerful, arcane. <laughs> Explosive device. Grenade.
2: It's like a really powerful fireball, but
3: really small. <laughs> All right, so we're in agreement to get the unbreakable one. Yep. So 300 from each of you, 600 from me.
0: Mm-hmm. And Morris will be the one to hold it.
3: Yay. That
0: makes sense. So you buy this unbreaking bag of holding, and I assume you put
2: the potion into it. And well, Can we have him demonstrate that it's unbreakable before we purchase it? Yes. Like so with us being cool. outside of the ten foot range, it's like, okay, if you're so confident, try to break it. Like <laughs> So he he he
0: uh takes like basically a set of basically what he a bunch of tools that he actually uses to work on his um magical items and stuff and he demonstrates that okay, here look, I have this pair of scissors that I use to cut the material that it's made out of. And he demonstrates with, okay, here's like typical material just to show that it actually works. He cuts it. Okay, yeah. And he shows you that cutting at the thing basically does nothing. It just slides off. Nothing happens. And to demonstrate, he lets you go ahead and try it out before you buy it.
1: And it fucking explodes and we all <laughs> die. Okay, game right. over, guys. So I'm Can gonna we just start test
0: with the
2: sufficiently test it? Yes. So, like, we use a Cutco is- pair of scissors. To <laughs> see if uh...
3: not even Cutco knives. <laughs>
2: Whoa!
0: Sponsored. <laughs> Sponsored by Cutco. If you what need a name of company, use Cutco. I did not know this <laughs> endorsement. Can somebody sponsor? <laughs> <me?
2: laughs>
0: All right. Uh,
3: seriously, though, we adequately tested that. Yes, this is unbreakable, not just durable.
0: Yes, it's unbreakable. Good. Like your mum.
3: Out of curiosity, is it satchel or backpack shaped? Satchel, just
2: for style. <laughs> it's okay. a, a man purse shaped, actually. Of, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's a fanny pack. A fanny fanny it was a fanny pack. <laughs> it's a fanny pack of holding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. be no,
0: but you wouldn't <laughs> be able to fit your potion inside if it was a fanny pack of holding. <laughs> it's a really big fanny pack of holding. <laughs> It's like the size <laughs> of a backpack, just like in front. <laughs> it's like hanging down <laughs> between your legs.
1: That's pleasant.
3: <laughs>
0: that means if you run, it's just constantly
3: hitting you in the balls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wearing it then? It's, it's not a fanny not pack. A so fanny
3: pack. has. I
1: exactly. want it to be a funny. Can we make it a funny pack, please? No.
3: Please. Maybe we'll get a fanny pack one in the future for a smaller fanny pack
1: one. That is the single greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life.
3: I just had a really weird thought. Imagine oh, no. if there was like a fanny pack of holding that you just put around your dick, then if anyone actually punched you, your actual dick would be safe in the extra-dimensional space, and you would just... <laughs> get hit in the groin no, which no. is covered like, by no, no. the bag what you what? do is you take a you bag of devouring of and you put it, it on someone it. else's <laughs>
2: dick
0: No, no. How? <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what if somebody hits the bag it someone breaks and then you, d- there goes your dick it's the first one to go mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so the bag of holding oh, no. on your
3: dick breaks you're dead anyway <laughs> so <laughs> you're not going to worry from all uh, yeah, you're like yo know, <laughs> my manhood and then you die <laughs> no my you man, I know even my have everything. Time to finish
0: that. <laughs> okay. It'd be oh and you're dead. So now it's that, a multi
1: billion dollar right there.
0: I'd buy that. So now now that you have gotten the flask and the bag of holding. Cup of holding. Sorry, I had to I had to finish that. Done now. <laughs> okay. uh, Cup of holding. Now now that you have it in the bag of holding, you feel considerably safer than you were before
2: everyone dump all your health potions into this thing too just in case they're using those to track us as well
1: so we're in probably less deep shit now
2: no we're still very we're we're up to our necks in shit right now
1: well at least we're not drowning in shit you know i do always be up to i'd rather be up to my neck than drown in shit
2: we do we do have that plus going for us right now
1: yes
3: so just in case, are we like checked in and in somewhere to be able to talk
2: now that we have the bag? I imagine we wanna speak to the wizard first, right? And then we'll check in, take take watches even though we're in the city, and then leave ASAP. Uh
3: yeah. So once we have the bag, can we just we just find an alley or something to stash the potion mm-hmm. and
0: potentially the supreme potions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, oh, you, you basically do it, that isn't any trouble yet. We want to put all the potions in this thing
3: while we're in the city. Yes. Morris does so.
2: Lupix does so.
1: Well, if you don't mind me, um, are we going to the gnome now or are we going to sleep
0: first? Gnome. Ah, oh, fuck. No, no okay. it, it, it's the librarian. Gnome is a different place. Oh, fuck. Oh. Right. Okay. Librarian.
1: Well, okay, let's uh, get on with this. Is... this. I want a fucking drink. Elf half health. and again he's just remember. gonna like go for his waist flask. It's not there. He just like sighs in sadness. All right.
3: Just to make sure, Gorif also puts all his potions in the bag. Yes, yeah, good,
2: good. Lupix puts a hand on Gorif's shoulder. You're going to be engaging in light drinking for the next couple of weeks.
1: What, 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 okay, you what have you
2: to in? be constantly on your toes, Gorif. We're possibly being followed, possibly being hunted, but and being, I can't have you drunk. Being drunk heightens my senses. Wrong. Or if it doesn't, it loosens I, your inhibitions. And if fine, we have you know to what? run.
1: I'll have one pint of mead and then another pint of mead. And that'll be all the mead. Apart from the other one. Pint. So three pints three of mead. Three should be fine. And also some whiskey.
2: Knowing Dwarven Constitutions, that's like, what, half of a glass of wine for most regular people?
1: No, I meant I mean, like uh,
2: two pints they of They have whiskey. advantage, so
3: two. it'd be like double. Right. So take anything he drinks as like
2: half. Okay, so basically so like, like having two cups of ale actually. and a shot of whiskey.
3: Well, meat is more potent, so right. I think more like wine levels of potency.
2: Okay, two glasses of wine and uh, whiskey is a bit. Is is some, but not enough that I'd need to worry, I feel yeah. like. Because I can do that, and I'm not it's really... enough
3: to get drunk, but not smashed, so
1: yeah. fine. Yeah.
2: yeah. Lupix will accept this.
1: Um, Is that okay if I have um some more whiskey? Because I really like whiskey.
2: No. As long as you're willing to trade that off with less mead. Oh, fuck.
0: Uh, it's a hard decision. I'd have to think about it in a way. And eventually, um, you... Where, where, where are you heading again? The library. the library okay so you arrive at the arcana scriptorium the arcana library so you enter this building it's rather large um think of it as like there's um mainly made out of marble of and stuff like that and it's very clean you see these immense bookshelves all over the place on the walls ladders to get onto the higher shelves, different levels. And you see a rather bored-looking librarian sitting at a desk and tapping a finger on the table.
3: Is it an elf? Yes. Morris will just walk straight up, and this may be the first time he's been in a library, let alone a nice library. So he's just going to do his typical card Oi! You, Talnor. Silence.
0: Silence. In the library. This is is a library. Yes. And? What what do you want? Are you Talnor? Yes.
3: Good. And Morris pulls out the note he got from that foreman in Dren and just says, I was given this note that you'd be a good
0: person to talk to about some stuff. Okay, okay. I see. Well, so... Can you show me the flask and the uh, letter and stuff? Turn to
1: Gorf, I think. Who has it? Yes, I am. Um, I have the flask here. Here. I don't have the letter though. Actually, no, never mind. I do. It's just up. It's where my flask used to be. Yes, I do. I do.
0: He takes the flask and the letter and he reads both. He looks at the rune work and he's gonna say, uh, "May I ask how you got this?" Killed some fucker named Jacobi who turned into
3: a demon after drinking from that. Which I think refilled, which is weird. And he's
0: going to say... "Um, I, 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 I don't think I can help you with this. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: We've come all this fucking way to Delmar. Are you going to fucking help us with it? But Please, I'll give you £10. You can go buy some mead.
0: He's, he's going to say there 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 are dangerous forces at work here do you understand i know fucking shit do, do you know who wrote this because the person who wrote this is dangerous who wrote it are you you do understand that when i tell you you you, you okay fine i will tell you this was made by the Red cardinal
1: for fuck's
0: sake!
1: Yikes! Well, shit. Are you fucking kidding me? You are kidding us, right? No. You know of him. Not. Yes, we do know fucking I of him. He yeah, seems
2: to be everywhere lately.
1: Yes, he is. I... Yeah. Fuck.
2: And I'm gonna look at her. What does the Red Cardinal have to do with a poultice or potion that turns people into living demons? Well, they're they're not demons like me, actual demons.
0: Morris opens and closes his mouth as he says that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say, well, that the, the Red Cardinal, he used to be related to um, actually the Arcana Scriptorium a long time ago, about six centuries ago when the demon war started. He was one of the few people who were with the cult of Mordecai, and he's one of the few people who brought Mordecai into this world and all the demons with him. The lot of All Demons, Mordecai. 600 years ago. Yes. For fuck's sake.
1: So what is this guy? Is he human? Is he not human? Is he demon? Is he...
0: He's, he's a human, but... So it's not a long time where a human to live. The saying is that... He uses blood magic to keep himself alive. And people say that he he sees demons and tieflings as higher beings. Well, he's not wrong there.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Lupix is going to have a bit of a disgusted look on his face.
1: So, um, any other info?
2: Well... On you know, I I can't say, what what
0: do is I, I can say that if you really do want to continue on figuring out what exactly the purpose of this flask is, I do know who might have made this. There is a gnome um in Vanderville. Fucking gnomes! Sorry. In Vanderville, who is most likely the person who made this, and he works for or with the cardinal. <laughs> Let's just say that he's one of the few people that, if you have money, he will do anything, no matter how terrible. What's his name? Well, his name is um, Tolan. Tolan, I remember.
1: I thought it was
0: <laughs> What's his last name? tidley Winks. <laughs> tidley He goes by Tolan. No one knows of his family name. Well, Another we said fucking...
1: Vanderbilt. Um, one more thing. Uh do you know where the like Baron person is like situated so we can, you know, avoid that place.
0: It's hard to say. Aye. But he is the owner of the red flask, if you didn't know. Fuck. So they're really well, um, if you wish to hide from him, I'd recommend you find your way to the elven cities.
1: I don't like elves though, they point here
2: tricks. We're talking to an elf. We know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but Lupic says that out loud. We're, we're talking to an elf, and
1: <laughs> oh, oh, um, no, no offense. Sorry,
0: he's he's going. He's going to give you that a, a glare of sorts and a tightening of his face a bit, but he's going to continue and he's going to say, "Anyhow, I I recommend you keep out of his business, for he's a very dangerous man."
1: Yeah, we, we've kind of fucked that up. So uh, Now, now, we
2: don't need to go around t- detailing our life story to everyone. We're very no, sorry no, to take no, up so much of your time. Up.
3: One last thing, on a lighter note, could you recommend or point us in the direction of some good books for a new
0: magic-y person? And he'll point down to Elizabeth. And you, 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 you see um, Chao Noh as being somewhat rather stunned, but uh, there's a smile that appears on his face, and he's like, "Oh, who is this fine lass?" I'm, I motion for Elizabeth to introduce herself, and, and she's going to say, but "My name's Elizabeth." And uh, he's going to say, "Well, nice, nice seeing someone so young learning the ways of magic. It's quite the rarity nowadays. Most people in their twenties and thirties for humans, anyhow."
3: I saw my whole family murdered in front of me and need a way to not die.
0: (laughs) Well, that's enough,
1: Elizabeth. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) No need to bore the man with your life story, Elizabeth. Come on. Um, Well, thank you
1: for your time, Elf. Bye.
0: Wait, wait, wait. He's going to show uh, you... Elizabeth, some books on magic. What, what specific books? That's a question. Lupix, that's on
2: you. Uh, she is a sorcerer. So I know that sorcerers kind of have like an innate feeling of the magic that they hold. Um, but that's something that you kind of have to tune into. I personally, I feel like it's emotion based. So maybe she'll, there's like a sorcerer's textbook about regulating your emotion. Um, you know about utilizing the the powerful feelings that you have for certain things or so, certain people so to empower your question, right?
0: Has Elizabeth shown any sorceress abilities? No, not yet, right? So I would say that she's l- trying to learn how to do magic as a wizard of sorts, basically like or a druid, some some something similar to what you're doing, perhaps. Okay, sure.
3: So Morris has no idea how magic works. So he was just pulling out of his ass, go with what you feel when going over the amulet and prestidigitation. the digitation. And she did seem to get magic by feel. So Lupix was there for that. So I don't know if okay. that would shape
0: his opinions. So let's say that you you have a bit of a hint
2: of what might be the cause yeah, he, he knows I I would say that he knows that she doesn't really have a lot of talent for druidism, um, at least not right now. Kind of thing like it takes a long time to get connected to nature and they don't have really the time to get her that sort of connection. But he knows that she has a pretty good grasp on magic and she hasn't gotten that grasp from learning. Like she has not gotten it from being a wizard. So he's probably going to assume that she either has some sort of patronage which in his mind would either be the absent father which would make her a warlock or she has an innate connection to the weave of magic which would make her a sorcerer Mm. so but either way i feel like charisma based spellcasters don't learn by learning like they can learn by book learning but they learn it more by feel Mm. like by 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 thinking and by Thinking on them of themselves. But if we could get like a magical ethics book or something, that would probably be good. Yep. <laughs> Introduction to moral
3: ethics. <laughs> oh man, could you imagine how useful slash terrifying it'd be to read like Ethics of Adventuring? He's like,
2: oh gosh. <laughs> if they fuck with you, kill them instantly. <laughs> it's just like, oh no. It's like,
0: oh gosh. Oh my this is a rough. A family I have here, <laughs> yikers. Well, I guess
1: ain't so bad now. <laughs> oh, um, wait before before you go, um, before we go, do you have any methods of finding objects that I could possibly pay for? I'd pay very much.
0: Well, um, what do you want to be found? What What do you want to find?
1: My long lost love. My magic flask. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a it's a magically refilling flask. Full of mead, I am um, stolen from me too long ago, and never felt so much heartache in my life.
0: He's going to say, "Well, seems very important to you." You fucking bet, yeah. Oh, I know. Do one good deed a day, they say. So I'll just do this, and he's just going to real quick, like get relevant materials quickly, do some hand signs, um, and chant a bit. And he's going to ask you so describe this flask for me.
1: It was made out of the um glass that you get from uh Varnok the city of glass. It um it was filled with delicious mead and it was a flask and it magically refilled. Yeah. Is that detailed enough for you?
0: Okay. Yes, yeah, so I see it. There's like some really, See it? It doesn't fly. She okay. Give, give me a sec. I see it. Um it's somewhere somewhere. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's in Vanderville. Heading towards Vanderville at the very least. Uh, okay. Um, thank you. Uh, we had to head to Vanderville anyway, didn't we? So
1: that's a fucking coincidence.
2: It is strange that he's running on the same way we're running.
1: Oh yes, that is. I mean he didn't walk he didn't know we we're going to Vanderville. The fucking Pontier prick. Fucking elvy oh never mind, sorry. Sorry, it's not all elves, just this particular elf is a Fucking little cunt. So. And he's well, gonna I, ask I think he's gonna,
0: he's gonna ask, um, would he be a ladron?
1: Yes, he is a ladrin.
0: Oh, those pieces of shit, yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: I know they're fucking terrible, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Fucking. If you ever see a man called Minrith, um, he's a fucking terrible person, then you should call the police right away.
0: He's a fucking of
1: murderer that. and a thief. Fucking cunt. Anyway, thank you for your services. Um, you're a. There aren't many good elves, but you sure are quite a good elf. Thank you.
3: Did you seriously just pull a? You're one of the good ones.
1: <laughs> yes. Gareth <laughs> wow. doesn't like elves or gnomes. Okay. <laughs> doesn't like anyone. <laughs> no, nah, apart from his beer.
3: <laughs> the opinions expressed on Rifts and on Rift Wake are not necessarily expressed by all individuals <laughs>
2: associated with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all dwarfs. You know, not all dwarves act like this.
0: Hashtag, but Gareth definitely does. I mean, like, a good portion of dwarves are rather either assholes, Goref, Orden, or <laughs> Doric, which is Doric's a bit fucked too, so like, oof. We need to meet more nice
3: yeah. dwarves.
2: Not a lot of good cases of representation. Yeah. Uh, uh, we need a good dwarf. <laughs> We need a good boy dwarf coming in. So... Alright. So we find
3: some maybe, like, magic storybooks or ethics or something like that for elizabeth just something to help her along
2: probably, probably like a children's books like so you've so you can so you've learned how to magic question mark and it's like a picture book or something no she's 10 she doesn't need that no here's the thing you wouldn't be able to find something like that because the
0: books here are written for proper scholars and stuff like yeah. that yeah the like college library
2: it's like it's like a treatise on the proper application of magic in a world in which adventurers regular and it's just like a thirty it's hey, like a thirty hey, word I title. Can't
1: read. What does this say? Ooh.
2: Prestidigitation. digitation. Like, yikes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I assume you find a place. Can you
1: use Prestidigitation digitation to kill someone?
0: No. I I don't think so. So the party leaves the library and heads into heads to a nearby inn and rests and, and big and like the sun begins to set and they head off to bed mean in the meantime outside in the streets of Delma, a rather um a group of people all dressed in red are walking about looking for someone perhaps a group of adventurers that's it for today Thanks for listening to episode 12 of Riff Wake. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash riffwakepodcast. Tears start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even a shout-out on the show. Find us on social media on Twitter at Riffwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riffwake, and on Reddit on the subreddit r slash podcast. And now send us an email, riffwake podcast at gmail.com.
1: Have a goin'. Bye. One pound a month.